to the Principal Thing Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Hello, this is the Principal Thing Broadcast, and I'm your host, D. Gerard Lindsay. Thank you for joining me on another episode of The Principal Thing. My email address is theprincipalthingpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get cracking. Um, there's some things that I'm discovering about myself that are around my true identity that is actually bringing me into different feelings and different thoughts about myself and about life. And I'm understanding that I have not completely tapped in to who I really am, to who God truly created me to be. I'm more than just a spirit being. I have, I have a brain, I have limbs, I have thoughts, I have feelings. And my desire now is to be even more balanced than what I was before. And in order to do that, what I have done here of late, the last month or so, is I've exposed myself to new, uh, my wife and I, we've exposed ourselves to different uh, things as far as knowledge is concerned. And it has disrupted what I thought was good. And then I really began to see Jesus in a different light. I began to see Jesus as a disruptor of what you believe is comfortable. So this is this is really a challenge. Whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to accomplish, these changes that you want to come about in your life, you don't look for something comfortable. to facilitate change. Because if you do, you'll never change. Because comfortable agrees with whatever state that you're in. Whatever place you're in right now, if you're looking for comfortable to help you to change, you'll never change. You'll never grow. You will never expand. And you will never reach your full potential. So if you really want to change, if you really want to grow the business, the marriage, relationship, the job, the kids, the things that you're doing in your organization, then you've got to connect with someone that will disrupt how you think, disrupt how you feel, and disrupt the approach that you take in life. Because if you don't find someone that is capable of disrupting what you have done, then you're just spending time having a conversation. To me, that is one of the greatest things that I have discovered about, not just about myself, but about what it takes to get to the next place in your life, the next dimension in your life, the next altitude to accomplish the next thing. You have to 
expose yourself to someone that can engage you and disrupt how you think so that you remove the lenses that you have used to see life. I have some people in my life that have absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, disrupted, you know, the things that I felt like I was pretty good in, the things that I thought I was pretty good at, the things that I had accomplished. It's like, that's fine. Not saying it's wrong or bad. But in order to increase and in order to tap into more capacity within your own self, you have to have something that disrupts your thoughts. You have to have something that disrupts your feelings, disrupts your perspective. And I'm, I touched on this in my last episode, the importance of a disruption. There's so many people out there that don't approach uh, Christianity, religion in a way that facilitates growth. And what I mean by that, if you don't have an open mind, if you don't approach things with an open mind, then you're actually judging. You're judging things, you're judging people, and you could really be unaware of that. In this broadcast today, it's about, will you take the time to do self-inventory? Because the more my thoughts, my feelings, my ideas got interrupted, the clearer I became on my perspective or in my perspective. I began to look back at places where I was in friendships, um, ministry, leadership, everything. I took some self-inventory on everything, family, friends, everything. And I looked at myself. I didn't look at others. I didn't look at, you know, what somebody said, what somebody did and how they treated me. I really got brutally honest with myself. Now, I'm going to tell you, warning. Don't try this at home by yourself. (laughs) You need someone that has the capacity to love, to not judge, and that has the capacity to be able to walk with you through these places so that you can discover things about yourself that have been there all along. Perhaps some people have told you You didn't believe it. You didn't agree with it. Whatever. Perhaps no one told you. And you still don't know. So you have to come with an open heart and an open mind to get your thoughts and your feelings disrupted. I've been having some back pain for several months. Just back pain. It's been intense. doing a lot of different things. And I, tr- I always start natural. I always start with natural ways to alleviate whatever it is that I'm dealing with. I try to stay away from pharmaceutical. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll lean that way, but I really try to stay away from it. So I want to change my diet. That's one of the first things. Because gut health is very important. So the one, the one thing I want to do right off the bat is change my diet. 
And then I want to change my approach to things. Well, some of that, what I have discovered here of late, is that you can make up in your mind what you want to do differently. But how much of what you're making up your mind about is still influenced by the way you've always approached things. So you absolutely, unequivocally need to have your thoughts disrupted. Your responses, your actions, your feelings, you need to have them disrupted. The importance of the disruption when you are open to receive from other individuals is that it gives you a different benchmark for how to think, how to feel, how to respond, how to react. And you discover things about yourself that maybe you knew were there and you were avoiding. Or maybe you you didn't have a clue that they were there. And then you begin to discover things about yourself. Because we live in a fallen world, there is so much that the enemy has done, has said, has created that have affected us in ways that we don't even have a clue. Which makes people that are the true disruptors that much more important. I've been a leader for 20 some years. I've seen death and I've seen life. I've seen the miracles of God. I've seen people's lives be rebuilt. I've seen people get over, pass through things that they would have never thought that they could do on their own. And God has used not just me, but my wife and I to be able to bring about these changes. But I was still hungry. I was still thirsty and it wasn't enough. And I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that I needed to discover more stuff about my true identity. So these last few months, I've been doing a whole lot of inside work. And what I am discovering is phenomenal. So I'm going to, what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to end up creating streams of revenue. As a result of what I'm discovering, I'm going to monetize my thoughts. (laughs) Imagine that. I'm going to monetize my ideas because the more that I tap into my true identity, I begin to understand that I'm not just made in the image of God to resemble my father. I'm made in the image of my father to change this world. And this world is going to be changed as a result of my presence here on it. Not just because I'm a positive person and I understand my identity, but the things that I'm going to accomplish from a financial perspective. I'm going to have different streams. I have different streams already of income flowing in, and I want to increase those streams. I want to increase my profitability. And the way that I do that is to tap more into my true identity. Understanding more of who my father really is. To understand that I have been created in his image. Then I can be completely vulnerable. I can be transparent with myself. I can understand, I can begin to understand just how important I am. 
and not hold up the things that I have accomplished to make me feel good in the sense that I have arrived in the clarity of my identity because I haven't. Nor have I been in the past. So when I start looking at the things that I have done and I keep saying, hey, I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. Then I have to ask myself, why are you hungry and thirsty if all of these years you've, you've done all of these things? And the answer is, is because I have not maximized my knowledge level in who I really am, my true identity, not the things that I'm supposed to do. That's secondary. I'm learning how to completely put my arms, my heart, my mind around my true identity. Then I can see people as people. I can see problems as opportunities. And I don't just become one-sided, like I'm just going to believe God for everything. No, faith is about what I can't do on my own. There are things that I can do on my own that have nothing to do with faith because God has given me a brain. He's given me strength. He's given me ability. So what I'm doing is I'm bringing my natural into agreement with my supernatural so that I can discover more about myself. What this does is it changes my perspective on myself first. Then I see people differently. I see things differently. And I go about living my life differently. All because I'm exposing myself to disruption. Do you get mad if people pull over in front of you on the highway? Or you're driving down through the city and someone tries to get in front of you? Just one block, just one block and you get frustrated. Do you get frustrated when someone's talking to you and in the middle of uh, the conversation, you, you just have something that you think is so important, you really want to share and you don't really get it out and you get yourself frustrated? Do you find yourself getting frustrated when something happens in your life? It could be to you. It could be in your family. It can be in your business, your job, your career, your community or whatever. And you find yourself getting frustrated and angry. Number one, because it happened. Number two, because you can't do anything about it. Where does those feelings come from? Why do you think like that? Why do you react like that? Could it be something else within yourself that you need to discover about yourself? Because all of these reactions have impact. They leave a footprint somewhere. Not just in your heart and in your mind, but they leave an impression on others, whether they tell you or not. Maybe they've tried to tell you and maybe you thought you heard what they were saying. But you didn't do anything differently. I have to say something that I mentioned in a, I had a live broadcast a few weeks ago. And one of the things that I mentioned is that. What we're experiencing in this world doesn't really have anything to do with politics. It doesn't have anything to do with black and white. It really doesn't. These things are just distractions 
that the enemy influences the minds of people to come into agreement with. To keep the perpetual cycle of disruption, the wrong type of disruption going. All the while, we're getting further and further away from our true identity and not living the type of lives that we were destined from the very beginning to live. So in essence, what has happened is we've come into total agreement with the things that we have experienced, things that have happened to us, things that have occurred in our life. And it has caused us to form opinions of ourselves as well as others. These opinions over time have developed into certain thought patterns. And these thought patterns have matured into belief systems. Could it be that what we're really believing is not really the truth? And in your mind, if it's your truth, that is beneath the actual truth. What is that doing for you? I'm at a place in my life where I'm really beginning to understand the magnitude of freedom. I'm really beginning to understand more in, in depth what freedom really means and what freedom really is. Because I'm taking more time for me. I'm taking more time to work on me. To reach out for help. And to allow my thoughts and my feelings to be disrupted by something that chances are I hadn't even considered before. And it brings me into a higher level of thinking. It increases my thought capability. It increases my feelings. It increases my perception. And as a result, I find myself reading more and doing other things that help me to grow and help me to be developed so that my perceptions can be clear because I don't, first of all, I don't even want to judge myself and I certainly don't want to judge others. So in order for that to not be the case for me to not judge others, I have to be absolutely clear on me and I have to make sure that the lens that I'm viewing myself through is a clear lens and it's not stained by perceptions that are not clear and that are not pure. You want the company, you want to start the company, you want to start the business, you want to create finances in your life, expose yourself to something that disrupts how you think and how you feel. If you truly want to discover your purpose in life, if you want to wake up every day and inhale the freedom of what it means to operate in the true identity of who God made you in and discover the purpose that is connected to that identity, expose yourself to something that will disrupt how you think and how you feel. Expose yourself to more. And then ask yourself, based on how you have been thinking, up to this point, turn around, not literally, but just turn around and look behind you. What have you really accomplished? 
I'm not saying that you haven't done anything. And the things that you have done have just been on a small scale. But have you done those things through self? And the real religious mind says, no, I know it was God that strengthened me. Well, if God has strengthened you, how much have you done? So does he have small strength? Or does he have large strength? There's so much more that we need to tap into as it relates to our identity and everything that the Father has given us. Because when I leave here, when I leave this earth, I want to leave empty. I don't want the things that God has really placed on the inside of me, my spirit man as well as my natural man, to go unused. Because there's always someone out there that's waiting on everything that God has given me. First of all, I'm the first partaker. I want to be the first one that utilizes everything that God has given me. And then I want to share that with others. So as a result of me being who I am truly coming into agreement with to be, that God has made me to be, I invite others to be who God has truly called them to be. It's a wonderful thing. So I challenge you today. Open up your mind. Open up your heart. How much of you are you really living in? If 10 were the top of the range, how much of 10 are you really living in? Because if you're below 10, then you're not at maximum. And if you are at 10 and you don't really see the value of self, then maybe you have a false perception of who you really are and how much of you you're really living in. And how much impact are you making on the people that are in the house with you? Even if you live alone, how much impact are you making on yourself? How much impact are you making on your neighborhood? Who in your neighborhood even knows who you are? It doesn't matter where you are. Who knows where you are? Who knows that you're living in the true identity? Do you tell people who you are? Does your next door neighbor know who you are? The people in your community, do they know who you are? Be honest. Get real with yourself. Because true identity exposes those that are the closest to them first to the truth of who they are. You don't have to drive cross town with well, the people in my church, the people in my organization, the people on the job. They know who I am. They may know your name. But do they know who you are? Do people really know? Do you really know who you are? Now, this is D. Gerard. And this is the Principal Thing Podcast. And I'm releasing this into the atmosphere because somebody is waiting on my true identity. And they're going to hear it. And it's going to help them 
to become more cognizant of who they really are, not just the things that they've accomplished, the money they made or the things that they started. No, your true identity. They're waiting on this podcast. And I'm putting it into the airways because this is just the beginning. This is just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak, as to who I really am. I'm just sharing it every week, just sharing it every week. Some weeks it seems like it's light. Some weeks we go deep. Some weeks we talk about God. Some things, some weeks we just talk about things. But I'm still sharing. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for becoming. Thank you for sharing your journey with me. Because at the end of the day, when the dust settles, it's all about your true identity. Is your identity wrapped up in things, people, or is your identity in God? Because if so, we need to get cracking. There's some things we need to do. This is the Principal Thing Podcast, and I'm your host, D. Gerard. Thank you for the opportunity to listen. For me to share. Thank you. And until the next time. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for listening. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose.